the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back. Second hour, Pure Opelka. We are here on a uh, all-new Saturday day of programming on the Blaze Radio Network. Of course, this show followed by the Jeff Fisher Show. We are we like to call ourselves the Jeff Fisher Pre-Show, sort of. But we're big fans of Jeffy. Uh, did you ever talk to somebody uh, for the first time and think we've been down some of the same roads? That's the experience I had yesterday when I managed to make contact with a guy who's probably probably getting a whole lot of attention these days. His name is Kyle Courtney, and he lives uh, just outside of San Antonio as a businessman, a guy who, uh, you know, like so many people that made their own way in this country, uh, got fed up with D.C. in the last few years, got fed up with, uh, as the president has called it, the swamp. And um, and then got fed up with the media as again, as so many of us have. Uh, the gentleman's name is Kyle Courtney. And I spoke to him yesterday after I saw the billboard that he put up Wednesday. The billboard you may have seen. It's on my Twitter account. The billboard states ABC News. I grew up with you. We aren't we aren't uh, we are through. I grew up with you. We are through. The Russians didn't elect Donald Trump. I did. Kyle Courtney, a very simple statement that I'm guessing has gone around the world by now and uh, getting a lot of attention on it is the guy on the phone with us this morning in Texas, just north of San Antonio, where I went to college so many years ago. Kyle Courtney, good morning. Welcome to the program. Do we have Kyle? Oh, he just dropped. While, while they try to get a hold of Kyle, I will tell you this, uh, Kyle, Kyle's phone's been ringing off the wall. Um, do you guys have his cell phone number, Dallas? Because if not, okay, you got it in your call. Hope you're calling him. Um, this billboard, just with the giant red letters that says ABC News and then the colon, says, I grew up with you. We are through. The Russians didn't elect Donald Trump. I did. Pretty much cut and dried statement. And uh, the, the tweet has gone everywhere. Kyle appeared yesterday uh, with um, Neil Cavuto. And I talked to him just before he was on with Neil Cavuto. And uh, he was nervous. I don't know why, because I always think Neil Cavuto is like a friend. Neil Cavuto, one of the nicest guys in, in a really tough business. So uh, I, I happened to talk to him before, and then I happened to talk to him afterwards. And as you can imagine, the, the amount of attention that this billboard has gotten him, I'm sure most of it has been good because he lives in a pretty reliably red area. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm tap dancing here as we hope to get our guest back on the phone. Guys, if you get him, maybe give him the, uh, or if, maybe we'll text him the number. Uh, if somebody could text him the, the basic number, uh, 888 we might, we might make contact. No, we think we got him. Do we have, do we have Kyle on the phone? 
No, yes, maybe. I guess they're... Uh, we've, of course, the gremlins are hitting us this morning. I would give Kyle the, uh, the line into the studio and maybe see if he'll ring us back. We certainly have plenty of time this morning. Um, some other stuff I wanted to get to today. A lot of stuff that I want to get to today. Um, one, one of the things that uh, I, I don't understand... Have you ever flown? Fly Etihad, the days of tiny well, TV screens and cramped seats and acting like hello. a in the bathroom could be behind you. I don't know what that is. Sorry, something jumping. Th As you can see, the gremlins are here. Have you ever gotten on a plane and wished you could buy the whole row? Why can't you? Why can't you? This is a question then I, I ask myself every time, if I'm flying a discount airline, if, I'm, if I can't get into a first-class seat or a business-class seat, and there is an entire row available, whether it's two on one side or three on one side, why can't I buy the seats next to me, flip up the armrests, and have a nice couch-like experience for the rest of my flight? I know that Montel Williams attempted to do that once on JetBlue, and he had purchased three seats. He had purchased one seat, and the two next to him were empty, so he bought those two. Well, when he got on the plane, they told him that he couldn't do it. And I thought, wait a minute, if you buy out a movie theater... Can't you have the comfort? If you just want to watch a movie, there have been people that want to watch a movie by themselves, or maybe they, it's a romantic film and they want to bring their, their other half for an anniversary or maybe even a proposal. That's happened before. So why can't you do the same thing with an airplane? Why can't you buy an entire row? I don't get it. Well, now you can. One airline in the Middle East is has announced what they're calling neighbor-free seats. And this is in coach. It gives you the option to buy up to three seats that are near you. Now, they have it as, uh, as a bidding situation. So the airline comes out of the uh, United Arab Emirates, and uh, they've said to their customers, you're going to be able to bid on these seats when you book, and that uh, 30 hours before your flight, they're going to tell you whether or not you are successful. I, I, think they're, I think this is going to be a policy they're going to have to work on. And um, the purchase seats, they apparently say they're going to mark with uh, different headrests from the rest of the cabin. According to the airline, this gives the guests, they, they call them guests, not travelers, the opportunity for increased space, privacy, and comfort at a price that is affordable. Yeah. How about if you buy out two rows or an entire row, you should be allowed to do that. And you know what else it would do? It would speed boarding. And if you can only have one carry-on, it's also going to create more room in the overhead. I'm just saying. A anyone disagree with me? Am, am I nuts for this, thinking this? I think this, this makes total sense. If you can buy out an entire theater, if you can purchase a restaurant, and you're willing to pay the price, 
what's wrong with allowing a traveler the ability to buy all of the seats in your row and then stretch out? After all, the airlines aren't working to make the leg room bigger. If anything, they're doing just the opposite. We are seeing a couple different trends in air travel happen. I'll bet you we see some really interesting twists and turns in air travel in the coming years. United has now offered a discount feature in coach. Yes. Um, Some are calling it last class. (laughs) Not first class, but last class. And if you're willing to purchase a seat in the last few rows on a United flight, you get it at a great discount, but you're not allowed any, any storage area in the overhead bins. And I could deal with that. If I'm going to be somewhere for a few days and I'm going to need to travel with a bunch of luggage, all I need, you can stow your computer or your iPad or your tablet in the, uh, in the pocket in front of you or under your seat. That's, that's fine. That can work. But you're just going to be denied access to the overhead bins. So why not? If you don't mind it, if you can sleep on the, in the back of the plane... Why not go last class, as it were? I think we're going to see a lot of different changes in air travel. Are you planning a trip this summer? Uh, I will tell you this. Riley Opelka, the young kid, he's uh, starting Monday. He's trying to get into the Wimbledon tennis tournament, and you have to play your way in. It's tough. It's a long shot. But if he makes it through... Uh, next Saturday, I'm going to be on tape because we're going to be on a plane going to watch him play and he will be playing on Sunday or Monday, the 2nd or 3rd of July. So just warning. And if that happens, we we have to find a cheap seat somewhere, somehow. But I think watch air travel and you will see air travel, I think, uh, having innovation And uh, new ways of thinking, the way we've seen uh, taxis go. I know there are sort of Uber-like apps for private jets. They're not quite as good as uh, what Uber and Lyft do for you, but we've seen that. And we're also hearing that uh, planes without pilots, yes, pilotless planes will be happening. you got to figure, we've got it with drones. We already have drones, especially in military applications, and you're about to have drones in package delivery, in grocery delivery. Uh, that, that's going to be happening very soon. Look at the beehive of drones that Amazon is, is planning. There'll be, there'll be these giant warehouse centers where your, your food and goods will be stored and the robots will complete your order Attach it to the drone, and the drone will deliver it to your home. The future is here. Stepping away, when we get back, hopefully we'll get Kyle on the phone. I don't know. I can't promise anything. We'll see what happens next on Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-8192. That's 800-600-8192. 800-600-8192. You're listening to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, we think we've solved the problem. We think the gremlins are being held at bay, and we think, we believe, we hope we will have Kyle Courtney on the phone. Good morning, Kyle. And nothing. Oh, boy. Apparently, the phones here at the Blaze are giving us trouble. Is Kyle there? Great. Well, there it is, folks. Uh, I <laughs> I spent uh, a lot of time yesterday trying to arrange to have this guy who did something I think is just spectacular. He he spoke his mind on a billboard that told ABC that they were they were over. They were breaking up and uh, never ever getting back together. Uh, and it's all over the story of of the fake news. Specifically, the the Russian investigation. I'll give you his message once more. I tweeted out the the billboard and a connection to one of the little Fox blurbs on it yesterday. Uh, Kyle Courtney told ABC News, "I grew up with you. We are through with. We are through. The Russians didn't elect Donald Trump. I did." Uh, Mr. Courtney talked to me about. The fact that when he was uh, young, they didn't have a whole lot of TV. They don't have TV channels like hundreds of them. And when his family would sit down to dinner, the news would be on and it would be ABC News. And I think that was probably back in the Peter Jennings days, days when we had anchors who we trusted, days where we had more actual news and facts than we had opinions being thrown at us all day long. And he said over the past probably seven, eight years, he's seen the news change. And he talked to me about how he watched the turn go from reporting to opinion. And specifically in ABC, they started going after the president and going after Bush. And now the situation with Trump and highlighting this story and the Russians. And interestingly enough, Wednesday morning, this billboard went up just outside of San Antonio, Wednesday morning. He has been inundated with several hundred offers for interviews, requests for interviews. He chose Neil Cavuto yesterday, and he chose uh, Fox and Friends this morning, and then he chose The Blaze, but unfortunately, we're having a little bit of an equipment meltdown. But I asked yesterday, when I asked Kyle Courtney, uh, why didn't you make it ABC News, CNN, MSNBC? And uh, he said, what? I said, why didn't you add CNN and MSNBC? And he said, well, my answer would be, what are those? I don't watch them. So he's already not. Can you imagine? Uh, I would be very upset if, in fact, I, I saw 
what was going on on MSNBC if I hadn't seen it. Just ABC News is enough. So unfortunately, unless unless we work it out, we won't get Kyle Courtney. He's been up since five o'clock his time because he was doing a, a hit with Fox and Friends this morning. He might want to go back to sleep. I don't know. It is a Saturday, but he's a businessman. I'm going to have to move on. We'll take this topic. I did just post based on based on the story I just told you about the airline offering offering to uh, sell people the individual seats next to you i did just post a tweet that i would love to get your opinion on the vital question of the day is up and it says uh if it's cheaper than first class should you be allowed to buy an entire row on your flight currently the first six people to jump in voted yes uh so it's 100 percent yes i i should have i guess posted in there isn't it the airline decision because can't you as a as a company decide Okay, we are going to we are going to grab um, this person's money, and we'll we'll sell them the whole plane if they want. If they want to buy two hundred and fifty seats at two hundred bucks a seat, we'll sell them the whole damn plane. What do they care? They'll probably actually make more money because they won't need to use as much gas, and we know the gas is very expensive on the planes. So the, the vital question of the day is up. It'll be up for 24 hours. You can vote on it. We're currently running 100%. Yes, of course. Why not? I'm sure there's somebody saying, but what if someone wants to get on that plane? You know what? If, if, if We don't have any shortage of planes. At least I haven't seen a shortage of planes. Nowhere. Anyway, big story. Uh the the other story that I, I want to point out, why, why are we not making Trey Gowdy the most powerful guy in the House? I know everybody's saying, well, Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan. I really like Trey Gowdy's style. I really like Trey Gowdy's uh, lack of Bravo Sierra. And you've seen him in the hearings. You've seen him uh, controlling those hearings. And he's now leading the one that Jason Chaffetz stepped away from. But Trey Gowdy appeared with uh, Aaron Burnett night before last. And they were, they were talking about leaks. And, um, and they were talking about the, um, the leak that came out of the closed briefing from the Intelligence Committee and the meeting with... Dan Coates, the director of national intelligence, and uh, Aaron asked Trey Gowdy about the leaks, and and he um, he ripped somebody a new one. Find out. Uh, what I found out, Aaron, is that about eight hours ago, Adam Schiff and I looked Dan Coates in the eyes and we assured him that there would be no selective leaking of his testimony to us. And I'll be damned if eight hours later, there aren't three different leaks with what he told us. So if anyone is questioning why congressional investigations aren't taken seriously and are viewed as political exercises, you need look no further than the fact that we looked one of our intelligence officials in the eyes and promised him there would be no selective leaking. And here I am being asked about it, not even eight hours later. 
So, Congressman, who leaked it? Was it was it Coates? Was it Schiff? I can tell was you. Was there anyone who else it in the room not. than the three of you? Oh no, there there were eight people in the room. I can tell you who it was not. It was not me, and I do not believe it was Adam Schiff. He's a. We'll be back with more on this story after the break. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. How cool was that? I don't know if you were um, paying attention. Um, I, I just um, I just looked up and Fox and Friends had uh, our own Allie, Allie Stuckey, on the show this morning. The, uh, the brilliant millennial. Maybe the saving grace of the millennial generation. And she did a great job. Yeah, I got to call her, see if we can get her on the show this morning. Hmm. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Now, shall we go back to Mr. Depp? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. A guy that, uh, you know what? It, it, I've not been a Johnny Depp fan, mostly because I just, I don't get it. I know a lot of the women do, and a lot of the non-heterosexual men think Johnny Depp is dreamy. Not to me. But And he's not even that great of an actor to me. I, you know, he's a guy who gets uh, work in freaky films and he made some friendships with certain directors, so he gets a lot of work. And this, I think he stumbled into that Pirates of the Caribbean thing, which became a monster franchise for Disney. And... Uh, he got all, as they would say in some communities, selfed up. Johnny Depp was selfed up. He thought in other communities they would say he thinks who he is, which I never really understood that expression. But when somebody gets all selfed up or all full of themselves, some of my friends in a certain community would say he thinks who he is. And they're like, okay, uh, diagram that sentence for me. But Johnny Depp, when he was at that film festival in Scotland and made the statement that's got so many, and we've heard it, but I'm going to play it again because there's some important nuances in this, especially with the television network's coverage of it. Check it out. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? I'm not an actor. I lie for a living. First of all, one thing you should notice, there were ten and a half seconds of huge applause and cheering. Ten and a half seconds of huge applause and cheering when Johnny Depp made that suggestion, that question. When he asked the question, when was the last time an actor assassinated a president? 
And as that 10 seconds of thunderous applause and cheering happened, I'm guessing he said, well, you know, I better distance myself from this a little bit. And he made the statement, well, I'm not an actor. I lie for a living. But then he couldn't resist, could he? He couldn't help himself. Because then there's uh, another 10 seconds of depth stupidity that came forward. However, it's been a while. Is he trying to affect a, a Scottish accent? Listen to how he says, however. However, this is an American. Granted, he's lived in Paris for a while, but that's not a French accent. I think he's trying to affect a Scottish accent to make himself more acceptable to his audience. Listen. However. However. However, lad. Yeah, it's been a while. Johnny Depp yesterday got more attention than he wanted from that quote. That, that simple statement of stupidity may have cost Johnny Depp along the same way that Kathy Griffin and her statements have cost her economically. Johnny Depp yesterday, hours after the, uh, the story broke, hours after that clip hit everywhere, Johnny Depp issued an apology. And uh, he issued it, interestingly enough, through People magazine. And this is somebody who's won a bunch of People's Choice Awards and stuff like that. So no shock, he would go to uh, a magazine like that. Something that, that would hit his, his core audience, his base audience. So Johnny Depp, just well, less than a day after, less than a day after he, uh, he makes that statement, he says, uh, well, first of all, the White House reacted. I don't know if you knew this. The White House issued a statement about Depp's comments saying President Trump has condemned violence in all forms, and it is sad that others like Johnny Depp have not followed his lead. I hope that some of Mr. Depp's colleagues will speak out against this type of rhetoric as strongly as they would if this was directed towards a Democrat or elected official. Right? Interesting. And uh, then Depp issued an apology. So did it take the White House commenting? Or did it take somebody at Disney getting a hold of Johnny Depp and saying, hold on a second, mister. You can't do that. Depp's statement to people. And of course, it's posted in People Politics. People Politics. Yeah, there's a whole section of People Magazine for politics because that's where people go to get their political news. Stop it. Mr. Depp said, quote, I apologize for the bad joke I attempted last night in poor taste about President Trump. It did not come out as intended, and I intended no malice. I was only trying to amuse, not to harm anyone. Hmm. Interesting, because he said, can you bring Trump here? And the crowd booed. He asked initially, can you bring Trump here? And they booed him. 
And he said, no, 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 you misunderstand completely. I think he needs help. And then he asked the question, when was the last time an actor assassinated a president? So he started out by saying, can you bring Trump here? The crowd boos. And he goes, no, you misunderstood. I think he needs, and he paused, help. And what would help be? Curiously, that Johnny Depp says the president needs help, and then he says help, or he seems to determine that help would be, when was the last time an actor assassinated a president? I want to clarify, I'm not an actor. I lie for a living. However, it's been a while. The Secret Service will only confirm it's aware of the comments, and it is... It is a crime to threaten the president. The Secret Service statement, for security reasons, we cannot discuss specifically nor in general terms the means and methods of how we perform our protective responsibilities. Good. I'm glad somebody in, the, in Washington, somebody in the administration can keep uh, a mouth closed. But will this affect Depp? Well, Disney's got the film coming out. I guarantee you... It was more about somebody at Disney picking up the phone and going, listen, Buster, you better get on that phone and, and make an apology and make it quickly. And you know they got the crisis management team out. That's it. The studios have them and the actors, if they're big enough, they have crisis management teams. And they're the ones who then go in and mop up after these people. It's been going on in Hollywood for years and years and years. And uh, how do I know this? Well, there's a great book. There's a great book. It's, it's kind of wandering, but it's called The Cleaner. And it's about the guys in the old days of Hollywood who had to go in and clean up after the actors' messes. Stuff like this. Sometimes it was an actor who was caught uh, driving while drunk or ended up in the wrong place with the wrong person. Or there might have been a paternity test that needed to be handled. But there were, this has been going on in entertainment and Hollywood for years as people have tried to protect the reputations of these people. It's only in the last couple of years that we've seen the mask come off and the liberals have actually shown us who they are. Witness Rosie O'Donnell. Witness Kathy Griffin. Witness Bill Maher. Witness Bill Nye. Witness Johnny Depp. I could go on and on and on. Witness the woman, Arguello, the, uh, the woman who talked about old white people, conservative old white men dying. And it's okay with her if she can get the discussion on gun control started. Hollywood's been doing this for a while. Are you going to go see the movie? I wonder. I have not seen any of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, any of them, mostly because I have a personal policy that forbids me from going to see a movie based on a ride at a theme park. Seriously. We'll be right back. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. Got a couple of bits of housekeeping to uh, attend to. First of all, to everybody pinging me on the on the Twitter. Good morning. Uh, I appreciate you being there, uh, especially some of the comments. Uh, the uh, one of the leaders of the vast unpaid resource department, the Duchess of Kofefe, is up early and said she'll tune in after feeding the crew. But she streams it on the iHeartRadio app, which is a great way to get the show, by the way. It's free and it's free. What more do you want? It's free and it's free. Uh, Wonder Slug Vika's up. Scintillating Duck is up. The the uh, Dr. Herb Nerbler's up. Andy Courier's up. They're, you're all up and responding, especially to the question this morning. If you choose, if you have the money, if there's room on the plane, should you be allowed to purchase the entire row? And I especially believe if, if it's cheaper than first class, I think you should be allowed to do that. I think that that should be an easy thing. And, and it's a no-brainer for the, for the airlines because they're actually going to make money. They don't have to move as much weight. Weight on a plane equals fuel consumption. Fuel consumption goes right to cost and bottom line. So you don't have as many bodies. You don't have as much carry-on luggage. You just have one body in a row. And why not if you can buy? Shouldn't that be a libertarian decision for the airline to make? Currently, 94% of you say, yeah, of course, why not? 4% of you say no. And of course, there are 2% of you this Saturday morning who cannot make up your minds. <laughs> I love you just the same. I really do. Uh, this audience, I think, I think from our experience together, this audience understands the power of prayer. And one of us, one of us asked if we could get a story out and ask for people to maybe say a prayer for a miracle. This comes out of Littleton, Colorado, a tiny little town of wonderful people. I've known people out of Littleton since the 70s. It's one of those things that I keep meeting people from Littleton, Colorado at random moments and every single one of them has been just great in terms of every part of their life. They're wonderful, solid citizens. One of them sent me a note that said, could you get the word out on this? Could you please, could you please get the word out and ask people to say a prayer for Littleton police officer Stephen Beer? And I think it's Beer, B-E-A-R-E. Stephen is missing in Russia. He was a Colorado National Guardsman. He's been deployed multiple times. He went to Russia to the Caucasus Mountains region in southern Russia. This is according to his wife. And he was going to uh, climb Mount Elbrus. He was out there to climb Mount Elbrus. And it's a solo climb that he was doing. This is the tallest mountain in Russia. The guy's an alpinist, as they say. He was going to try and climb the 18,510 feet. It's the tallest mountain in Europe as well. He got there on June 12th and spoke to his wife, Olivia, back in uh, Colorado. 
and he attempted a couple phone calls last Saturday, according to the Colorado Police Officers Foundation. They're, they're trying to raise money to finance a private search team because after he went missing, the Russians sent in uh, a recovery team, a search and rescue team, an eight-person team, and uh, they stopped looking after a few days. So we have a, a National Guardsman, a police officer, a dad. He's, um, he's got a 20-month-old son. He and his wife, Olivia, have a 20-month-old son, and she is 11 weeks pregnant with their second child. So if you don't mind keeping the Beer family in your, in your prayers today, and you know what I'll do? I'll also post a link to the fundraiser, they're trying to get a private search team engaged to go look for him. So just let's try and do a little something with the power of prayer today. We'll get back with more of the crazy stuff after the break. <laughs> 